listening to the Dental Chat Podcast with Dr. Sylvia Lobo-Lobo. Dr. Arwa Ferrug is an assistant professor at the Division of Oral Medicine, Department of Oral Diagnostic Sciences at King Abdulaziz University in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, and a visiting professor at the Department of Diagnostic Sciences at Tufts University School of Dental Medicine. She graduated from King Saud University College of Dentistry in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, and completed her residency training in oral medicine at the Brigham and Women's Hospital Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. And she earned her Doctorate of Medical Science degree from Harvard School of Dental Medicine. She also completed her fellowship in TMD or facial pain at Tufts. Dr. Ferg is a diplomat of the American Board of of oral medicine and a diplomat of the American Board of Orofacial Pain. She is also a fellow of the Royal College of Surgeons of Edinburgh. Dr. Ferg is an active member and a frequent invited speaker of the American Academy of Oral Medicine, the European Association of Oral Medicine, the American Academy of Orofacial Pain, the American Association of Dental Research, and the International Association of Dental Research. Dr. Ferg continues to support scholars with many publications in reputable journals. Furthermore, she's a reviewer for multiple peer-reviewed journals. I am so glad to have you on our show, Dr. Ferg. Welcome to Dental Chat Podcast. Hi, Dr. Lobo Lobo. Thank you very much for having me. So let's talk today about burning mouth syndrome. So can you please explain to our listeners what burning mouth syndrome is? Okay, so, and before we dive deep into the topic of burning mouth syndrome, we should just make it clear to everyone that we have two types of burning mouth syndrome. We have the primary one and the secondary burning mouth. So, and the secondary, it's just obvious from its name. It's secondary to an underlying systemic condition or a local lesion in the mouth, such as uh, maybe the patient has some nutritional deficiencies, such as vitamin B12 or B6 deficiencies, folic acid, iron deficiency, Also, fungal infections uh, can cause burning in the mouth as well as the dryness in the mouth and maybe uncontrolled diabetes or thyroid dysfunction. So this is not really the topic of today's podcast. What we're focusing on today is the primary burning mouth syndrome, which is this very painful, complex condition often described as burning, scalding, or tingling feeling in the oral cavity. The condition is still considered idiopathic, meaning that we don't really know the exact cause or the exact underlying mechanism of this disease. Studies have suggested that it is neuropathic in nature, meaning that it is maybe related to problem with the taste or with the sensory nerves. So um, can you please tell our listeners about the symptoms associated with burning mouth syndrome? Well, the usual scenario that we see in the clinic is a patient walking in complaining of this burning sensation uh, in their either tongue, 
inner cheeks, maybe inner lips or the lip itself, and or the floor or the roof of their mouth. Uh, the burning is mostly, according to the patient description, mostly minimal when they first wake up in the morning. However, the symptoms keep getting worse over the course of the day. Also, uh, we notice that some patients may report some dryness or weird sensation or weird taste in the mouth, while other patients may complain of excessive salivation. What are some of the risk factors associated with this condition? Oh, that's a really difficult question here. So the current really say that we do have a well-established set of risk factors simply because we don't yet have this standardized and agreed on diagnostic criteria. So, but based on the clinical observation and from what we've been seeing in our practice, we know that women's at around the premenopausal age are mostly affected. We also know that anxiety, depression, uh, post-traumatic stress disorders, and maybe history of devastating life event may be a contributing factor to burning mouth syndrome. That's, that's very interesting. Is, um, can this condition be prevented? Uh, well, unfortunately, we don't really uh, know the exact causative factor in order to develop a preventive strategy for this condition. However, uh, we know we, that stress and anxiety uh, are among the predisposing or maybe the perpetuating factor. And that's why uh, we always try to provide education, and maybe we also try to uh, help the patient by referring them to maybe pain psychologist or psychiatrics in order to manage these stresses or this anxiety and depression that the patients are suffering from. So they can both, mostly, yeah, you can say they can be managed, but uh, can burning mouth syndrome be treated? Oh, yes. So... Although we cannot prevent it, but the good news here that we can absolutely treat burning mouth syndrome. There are many treatment strategies uh, that we can follow. Of course, most of uh, specialists would rather start with topical preparations just because we want to avoid the side effects as much as we can. And if these topical approaches didn't work well, we can always shift to a systemic medication or do a combination of systemic medication and a topical medication. So among the examples that's commonly used to treat burning mouth syndrome are benzodiazepines such as clonazepam. Uh, also, there are some antidepressants medication that when used in smaller doses can help with this neuropathic pain condition, such as the tricyclic antidepressant and the serotonin nor epinephrine reuptake inhibitors. Another very interesting class of medication that can be used is the gabapentinoid, and these are the medication commonly used in patients with diabetic neuropathy or patients with sciatica. We found that gabapentinoid works for uh, burning mouth syndrome patients with less side effects. 
Again, there are a long list, for example, the capsaicin, which is the active ingredient in the chili pepper, can also help these patients. But convincing someone with burning in their mouth to use chili pepper, that kind of sounded like a crazy idea for the patient. Yes. I also want to mention that there are other herbal supplements and other uh, nutritional supplements, such as the alpha-lipoic acid, which is an antioxidant, that have been tested in randomized clinical trials with some efficacy. And uh, there is also a promising approach of using laser therapy for these patients. So when do you recommend that um, treatment um, starts? Well... Here's the thing. We got to have to be very vigilant and we got to have to make sure that the patient we are treating is 100% a primary burning mouth syndrome patient, meaning that we got to have to rule out any other systemic or local factors that may contribute or cause the burning sensation. So we might need to run some sort of a blood test in order to make sure the patient is not anemic, the patient doesn't have folic acid deficiency or vitamin B deficiencies. We also need to examine the oral cavity very well to make sure that there is no fungal infection, there is no ulcers, there is no dryness in the mouth that might be causing this. After we confirm that, we can proceed with the treatment. And of course, the usual practice is to communicate with the primary care physician to let them know about the diagnosis and about the treatment plan we have for our patients. And as I mentioned previously, we usually start with a topical and might shift to systemic or do a combination of one, more, two or more topical or systemic medication in order to optimize the pain relief. I got to also have to mention that whenever we treat the patient, especially with systemic therapies, we got to have to tell the patient that the medication might cause some sleepiness, some drowsiness. So they got to have to be cautious uh, in the first few days not to go out on their own or to drive a car because the body going to need few days until it gets used to the medication itself. That's great information, Dr. Ferg. Uh, is there a particular specialty in dentistry or medicine that would treat this condition? Well, by all means, uh, dentists specialize in either oral facial pain or oral medicine uh, are the ones who treat this condition. These providers have very good understanding of the condition, as well as they have strong background in pharmacology, so they can predetermine any uh, contraindication the patients might have before the initiation of therapy. And they also uh, can manage the dosage and modifying this dosage throughout the treatment course. And of course, I got to have to point out that the medication or the therapy in general is tied to adverse effect. So the patients need to constantly follow up with their doctors in order to have a doctor recognize any adverse effect and be able to manage that. Any helpful tips or recommendations for our listeners? 
Absolutely. So the number one uh, tip I tell the patient, never, ever believe that this pain is only in your head. There are so many conditions that in the past we, we were kind of ignorant. And because we didn't really know or understand these conditions, we always thought that this is my maybe psychogenic, it's in the patient's head. Well, with burning mouse syndrome, it's no longer the case. So if you... Uh, as a patient, have this constant burning sensation in your mouth and you've been to several clinics, uh, saw several providers and ruled out so many other suspicious conditions, please search for an oral facial pain or an oral medicine provider in your area. They can certainly have you in their clinic or because of the COVID-19 precautionary measures, most of them are willing to schedule a virtual appointment with you so they can uh, discuss the issue, ask you so many questions about the condition or the problem you're encountering. Your doctor might also uh, request several investigations in order to confirm the diagnosis. And after that, they're going to start with therapy. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us today. I really appreciate you joining us on this podcast. Well, Thanks again. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Lobo Lobo. It's absolutely a pleasure uh, to be in this podcast. And um, also, uh, it's a pleasure to be able to disseminate this information and benefit uh, the population around us. Thank you so much. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you to our listeners for joining us today. Please take a moment to rate and review us wherever you get your podcast. If you would like to recommend topics to discuss in this podcast, please visit the website www.dentalchadpodcast.com or email me at dentalchadpodcast at gmail.com. Disclaimer, the purpose of this podcast is to educate and to inform. This is not a substitute for professional dental care or intended for the diagnosis or treatment of individual conditions.